Kain. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. Today we're gonna have an AMA with Kain. Yay! Kain, for those who don't know you, please introduce yourself. I'm Michael Kyan O'Reilly. I am the creator of I Want to Be the Guy, uh, a game that for a short period of time completely ruined uh, YouTube and Let's Plays <laughs> back like 10 years ago. Now I'm like a nobody. <laughs> You're not nobody. In my heart, after playing I Want to Be the Guy, you will always be Satan. <laughs> I deeply appreciate that. Today, we were supposed to record an episode with you, me, and Richie, but something came up for Richie, so we had to reschedule. But since we already asked you to come on today, I thought we could still have a recording, but do something a little different. Yay! Yay! And so I asked people if they had questions for you uh, on various social media. So let's start with Twitter. Oh, by the way, Kyan, what's your social media? I am uh, Kay Nasaki at Twitter, uh, K-A-Y-I-N-N-A-S-A-K-I. Mm -hmm. um, that's really the only one that matters. Okay. So the question on Twitter is from Rachel, not to be confused with Rachel. And the question is, how much do you love Gwendolyn on a scale of 1 to 100? Ooh, not as much as some people. <laughs> but probably, I, I think I like Gwendolyn more than I dislike Gwendolyn. So maybe like, uh, like a sixty. Oh damn! I'd say about a thousand. Wow. I feel like Gwendolyn is a really relatable character because, like, you know how when you arrive to an Orlando, everybody's gone. Like, the siblings are gone or sleeping, and all the responsibility has fallen on Gwendolyn. It's true. And, yeah, that's a lot to handle. And on top of it, Gwendolyn is the only person in the entire game that doesn't leave family behind. Because, like, in Dark Souls 3, Sullivan is basically like, Hey, I trapped your sister somewhere. I'm not telling you where. Gwendolyn's like, okay, Aldrich can eat me. You know, just to protect Yorshka. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I dislike Gwendolyn at all. It's just, I think I like other characters more. Yeah, like who? Like who? <laughs> like Lady Maria? Okay, but we're talking about Dark Souls. Oh, we're talking about just Dark Souls. Who do I like more in just Dark Souls? I mean, Quaylog. All the daughters of Chaos. I mean, you get to see their feet. Damn it, Ken. I, it's very predictable. <laughs> well, okay, okay, but Gwendolyn has like 10 feet because they have snakes. So actually, Ooh. Gwendolyn has superior feet. Ooh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have any other examples? Because we just established that Gwendolyn is better than the spiders. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to think who's in Dark Souls 3 because I only played through Dark Souls 3 once. Hmm. You can Dark Maybe Souls like 1, Gwendolyn Dark Souls more than 2, I thought. Well, I don't remember Dark Souls 2 at all. Would you like to change your score? Does, does Demon Souls count? No. Oh, so I can't. No. No, no Maiden Black. Oh. 
I knew you were going to go for the maiden in black. That's why no. I'm very basic, all right? <laughs> so, Kyan, would you like to change your score from 1 to 100? How much do you love Gwendolyn? 78. Really? So who's your 80? Who's my 80? God, I wish I had a character list. Uh, oh, my God. My Have you heard of Google? Yeah, wait, okay. Dark Souls NPCs. I like how sad all the stuff with Rhea is. She's pretty good. Andre. Andre's cool as hell. Uh, uh, Rhea, the, uh, the one the that one gets that killed get, by the... Uh, the one that gets the, the, lost the that in the dungeon? Killed. Okay, so yeah. you're telling me the character that gets lost in the dungeon has more points than Gwendolyn, who's left alone to run an entire kingdom. I don't like characters because they're capable. I like them because they're disasters. Well, it is a disaster. Look at the kingdom, Kyan. Look at it. <laughs> Gwendolyn point, has to like make an illusion of their sister. I don't even understand what's going on with the painted world. It's like Gwendolyn's trying their best, but it's a disaster. I, I like Vamos. I like all the blacksmiths. I like that their single-minded focus is also kind of both impressive and disastrous. Okay, but Gwendolyn is clearly focused on family. I'll, I'll, I'll give an 80. You give an 80? Okay, there we yeah, go. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give a few more points. You, okay. you've, you've won me over like 20 points. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. Excellent. And um, a second question by Rachel is, who is the protagonist in I Want to Be the Guy if he is not, in fact, the guy? He's the kid. Oh my god! Deepest lore! Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's his uh, official title. Do you want to tell us any lore on the kid? The kid has no lore, very intentionally. Oh. Can we, like, project ourselves on the kid? Not even for that purposes, it's just like... There's multiple, like, little kids shown in uh, that and Gaiden, and they're just kind of, like, purposely really just generic, almost vapid characters, always constantly smiling. and like, They're like lemmings, basically. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which, I mean, if you want to project yourself onto a lemming, you're like, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, cool. So... We had other questions, but on the YouTube community tab. So let's go there now. So we only had one question on Twitter. You're not very popular on Twitter, Ken. I'm sorry. Damn. Sorry, you had to find out this way. I'm crying. Ken is shocked. Shocked and silenced. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I muted you. My bad. Hello? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I accidentally pressed the mute button and okay welcome back hi um <laughs> that's why i had to repeat the burn because i'm like no reaction did he not hear me <laughs> gotta drill it in i i will assure you that i cried a lot thank you <laughs> okay so ratwin is asking can you summon a brutus without richie so, Kain, why don't you give it a try? Hey, Ibrutus, where, where are you? Maybe they're stuck in, like, intergalactic traffic? Yeah. 
Thank you. Um, and V the Wanderer is asking, what are the games that inspire you in general? Um, I, I, I like games with like weird atmospheres a lot. Uh, like, so like everybody else, every other indie game dev, it's like, oh, I love Dark Souls, because of course we all do. But, um, Super Metroid's another, uh, big one for me. Um, I was tweeting the other day about, uh, Vampire on the, uh, which is like this really old Castlevania fan game that was just like a weird DOS game that wasn't finished, that just had like a really weird atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like playing weird games. Like as more and more time goes on, I just like playing random stuff. And even games I don't really particularly like, I think it's easy to just always take a little something from them. Do you take a piece of their soul because you are in fact Satan? Yes. Thank you. Vida Wonder is also asking. Also, would you consider doing something along the lines of Mark of the Ninja 2D stealth games? Or just good old-fashioned beat-em-up like Streets of Rage? I've thought about doing a stealth game, but uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't feel passionate about it on a mechanical level. Like, I thought, oh, it would be cool for, like, this type of story or this type of character, but, like, it never really all came together in any way that really mattered. So I don't think, I don't see that happening. And as for beat-em-ups, not really a big fan of beat-em-ups. I mean, I do like character action games, like Devil May Cry and stuff. Like, you need that extra level, but, like, I don't know. I like exploring, like, worlds. Not It doesn't even have to be, like, a world world. Like, it just be, like, like Super Mario Brothers. Like, like Super Mario World in particular has these kind of like kind of big maps with like lots of secrets hanging around. So like the joy for me is transversing a, a world of geometry and like looking around it and figuring it out and stuff like that. So beat em ups are generally pretty flat and are just all about enemies. And that's cool. But like, that's not really what uh, gets me excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like exploring worlds. That's why I like walking simulators a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, V the Wonder says, I love your stuff. Aw, oh, thank you. I'm pretty sure that one was for me. Aw, oh, well, thank <laughs> you for making all that great stuff. <laughs> nah, it was for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, V the Wonder loves your stuff. But I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't love I Want to Be the Guy? A lot of people, and they've all sent me <laughs> lots of hate mail. <laughs> I said that's a lie. I haven't gotten hate mail in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, because you are no longer relevant, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Smaganimu Girl is asking, who is Kain's favorite reborn character? Uh, Reborn Chan. (laughs) Reborn Chan. Actually, Reborn is the character. He's the tutor. Yeah, there we go. He's the main baby. Yeah. I'll be real. The Reborn podcasts are the only podcasts I don't end up listening to. Maybe we should have a viewing together. It's going to be a surprise for you and Richie. That's gonna be that's that's gonna be what you shocked me. I'm not even gonna have had to watch an episode. It's gonna be like we're gonna review this episode of Reborn. 
I'm just gonna have to kind of fake yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That surprises me because you seem to be like an anime expert in certain anime. I am not. Okay, you seem to be an anime expert in one particular anime that I asked you about. And I was like, hey, I think it said that this happens in 1988. And you're like, actually 1987. And I'm like, okay. Okay, he knows his stuff. Look, I looked that up. No, you didn't. You did not look it up. You were like, like on the spot, the same minute. I have the text. I'm really fast at Google, and I was like, wow, I think Sinclair's probably right. Let me check to see if she's super right, so I can tell her how smart she is. So I looked it up. I was close. I was one and year you were off. in fact, yeah, yeah, you were very close. Yeah. yeah. I think that basically counts. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So now, let's go to Discord. So Princess Shook is saying, I have a question that I don't know how to word, maybe. Do you have any thoughts on the fighting game online situation where many big games are being dropped from EVO and not played online? Yes. Explain to me what this question means, first of all. Okay, so obviously we're all locked in our houses now and, uh, you know, it's super great. Uh, and that's a problem for Evo, the largest fighting game tournament every year, which uh, had to cancel because everything has to cancel. Uh, so a lot of people think like, oh, well, why not just play online, right? Like all games have online play right now. Online play for most fighting games is awful. Can you explain why? Yeah. Um, see, now I'm trying to not peek the microphone. While I get all getting all hyped for this, <laughs> yeah. As I get all hyped for this question, even when I move my microphone, it still comes up the same wavelength. Um, that's that's so okay. Weird. Whatever. Yeah, we'll fix yeah. it in post. Okay, so um, most fighting games do the easiest approach to net play you can do for any type of game, which is a uh, lockstep net play, which is basically you just delay the game a little bit based on how far apart you are from the other person you're playing. And you'd be like, hey, what button did you press? I hit this button. Okay, cool. And then both games proceed forward. So you basically delay your input by a certain amount of time. Like, usually it's like between like two to 10 frames, which is like six frames, like one sixtieth of a second, which for a fighting game is a lot. And if you play certain other games that aren't really super input heavy, that can be kind of fine. It's still usually not the best feeling. Um, other types are more um, predictive, like if you play Dark Souls Online, it often feels like what's happening on one screen and on the other screen are completely different, right? Like, it's just kind of keeping the vague idea of what's going on linked, yeah. so it feels like you're connected. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, you have models like in, um, like a lot of FPSs use a central server to determine truth. And they can roll back the state or make all sorts of calls, and that can hide a bunch of lag. Um, so one thing that a lot of new Western fighting... So a big problem with this is most popular fighting games are made in Japan. And Japan's small and has good, has good internet. So with the lockstep method, it's like, well, it's easy and it's good enough. Like, yeah, you get like a frame delay of delay, maybe two. It's fine. Even though in some places, Japan, that's totally not true. But, you know, they can tell themselves that. Mm -hmm. uh, you almost never get that in America. So mm -hmm. 
what a lot of American devs have done is this thing called rollback netcode, uh, which some FPSs also use, which is basically um, you let the game play out as normal. There's no input lag, no nothing. And then when you get an input from the other player, the game goes back in time, puts in their input, and then resimulates the game forward a certain amount of frames. Um, and if the game's really laggy, okay, so if a lockstep game is really laggy, there's a huge delay between you pressing a button and something happening. In rollback, if there's a lot of lag, your opponent will do something and it will seem like they kind of jumped a little bit instead of like, right? Because it's like basically going back in time and rewriting the past. And so um, if there's a ton of lag, you might see like the, um, like the beginning of moves might not appear and stuff like that. Uh, and they might like, jump around a little bit. That's if it's laggy. Um, and if it's perfect, you really don't notice anything. Um, and you can mix the two a little bit, which a lot of games do. Like, you put a few frames of uh, delay in there, and then a few frames of resimulation, and that allows the game to feel pretty smooth. And it's more complicated, because you have to be able to have the CPU power to just go back and recalculate the, um, the game forward. Uh, and that's really technically challenging. It's not super, super hard, but it's something where it's like you have to make your game with that in mind. Because if you think about something like, let's say, like particle effects in a game, right? Like if you just rewind and like, the like, can you put the particles back where they were? Like most game engines, you can't. So you have to kind of like think from the ground up how you design your effects and stuff like that. And you can brute force it, force it but like not a lot of... um new fighting games can have so much of a CPU over uh, overhead le left over that they can just force the problem. But like you can take like old emulated games, for example, and you can play them online with rollback and it just rawly just resimulates the game because the games are so easy to emulate. Um, there's actually a way to um, remove the latency of playing old um when you emulate a game usually there's like extra frames of latency from all the processing and your like computer and your inputs and everything like that you can actually apply this style of net code to playing single player to go back in time and just send your inputs into the past so everything's more responsive it's really wild this is a really cool technique and no japanese developers are using them as far as i know the only japanese games that have this type of netcode are games that were ported by a Western company. So, like, SNK has been getting a lot of, like, King of Fighters ports and stuff like that done by Western Studios, and they've all put in rollback netcode. So, because of that, almost every game at EVA was dropped, and, like, it's, like, almost all Western-developed games right now. In fact, like, one of the games that was one of the first, like, community-made games in the Western fighting game community, Skullgirls, which kind of got stiffed by Evo for years, is finally getting an official tournament because that game has, like, the best netcode. Just everything's super-tuned and balanced, everything like that. Also, I'd like to correct myself. Um, Street Fighter V does have rollback netcode, and it's broken and awful, and makes some people think that rollback netcode is bad, but they're Aww. incorrect. It's just that... Capcom released bad netcode and they never fixed it. Okay, thank you. So, are the tournaments still happening with just less games, or what's happening? Um, they're doing um, events for some of the old games, which I think is less an open tournament, because that's the big thing with Evo. It's an open tournament. 
right? It's not like an invitation or anything like that. Like you show up, you can play. Well, you pre-read, you pre-register, you show up, you play, but like, it's not like all oh, pros only, whatever. It's like in the fighting game community, um, unlike pretty much every esports community, the standard is open tournament. Like you show up and you play. Um, so, but like, so for some of the games that have bad deck play, they might do exhibitions where they get like, like, oh, let's say we'll get like two like West Coast players that have a good connection with each other to have some matches or whatever. Or like, you know, they're coming up with like little things to include the game still, but not have an open bracket tournament. But like for like Skullgirls and stuff like that, they're having a full like US open bracket tournament. And you need GGPO to be able to support like playing across the country. Like I can't, there's people like, um, I love, I've been playing Guilty Gear again recently. And there's people I would love to play on the West Coast, but like there's no reason for me to be bothered. I just get mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like you're playing the same game anymore at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Do you have anything else to add on this situation? I think that was pretty thorough. Okay, cool. Thank you. Beautiful Bear in a Tutu is asking, Question for Sinclair. Do you feel like you can approach games and fiction the same way now? Or do you always think, Hmm, this would make a good podcast, or there's nothing for a podcast here. <laughs> I approach everything now and think, hmm, this could make a good podcast, or hmm, there's nothing for a podcast here. It's not limited to games. <laughs> make, making content ruins you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the other day I fell off the stairs, and I hit myself really hard. Oh, no. And it left a really, really big bruise. <laughs> and you like, podcast. Then I made a podcast about it. What about you, Kain? Ever since you created I Want to Be the Guy, and ever since you're working on games, do you look at the world differently? Oh, absolutely. I cannot, um, I cannot play games normally anymore. How so? I don't know if I ever did. I'm always thinking about it from, like, a production standpoint from like a what I would do standpoint, uh, like what's the pros and cons of doing like I never I same with like movies or anything. I never can just enjoy something now and just be like, oh, that was fun. Like I'm always like critiquing and thinking about like, oh, how would this affect something I did that was similar, whatever, like mm -hmm. I'm always on. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't think some people find that really, um, like, I've heard some people say that, like, oh, I feel like I've actually ruined uh, everything for myself. But uh, I don't know. I find it just as uh, amusing. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. And Agent Funk is asking, are you an NJPW fan or do you stick primarily to American stuff? I love New Japan. I think I like New Japan more than I like AEW. It's just AEWs every week. Can you explain what this is? Uh, you watched you watched New Japan when you watched uh, oh, that wrestling. Japanese. The, this is a wrestling yeah. question. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the New Japan stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I like like Japanese wrestling better in general. Like my other second favorite promotion, Stardom. Uh, which sadly just 
lost two of their top stars, one from retirement, the other one from suicide, which is a huge bummer. That actually Aww. really made me spum me out for a number of days. Like, I'm usually don't get too sad about like celebrity death. It's just usually like, oh, that sucks. But like that one, I don't know. It hit me hard. Um, I think I saw somebody mention it on Twitter. Is it a woman who may have committed suicide due to bullying? Yeah, because of being on a reality TV show. Yeah. I, I think that's what made it, like, feel really awful. Where it's like, usually with wrestling, when, like, people die in wrestling, it's like, oh, they died because they've been, like, doing hardcore drugs for 20 years to deal with the pain. And it's like, that's unfortunate, but, like, there's a certain amount of, like... It's like, well, you had time, you did whatever. Well, this just seems like cruel. Yeah. So, but I would say I like Japanese wrestling better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I do love AEW a lot. It's like, they're, they're all different, though, which is the good thing. It's like with games. Like, what's your favorite? It's less important than just, like, being able to get something unique out of everything. Okay. Thank you. Agent Funk is also asking, will you ever make a spiritual successor to Saturday Night Slam Masters? <laughs> Sadly, no. I have thought about um, the logistics of making a wrestling game before, but it always is just like, it's just untenable. <laughs> Too oh. much stuff to make. It's like, I would rather make like a fighting game or something. It's like the same amount of effort, but like something I know more people would enjoy. But I'll also never make a fighting game, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Philomena is asking, Sinclair, what techniques do you use to get people to talk to you and to open up and have a good time on your podcast? <laughs> um, I clap a lot. I raise my voice. I throw shade. Not a lot of shade so far. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. to shade. <laughs> and uh, Philomena is also asking, I'd love to know from Kyan what he thinks about your techniques. <laughs> I I always laugh when people are like, you know, not, not anybody really listens to the podcast, but, you know, the, the comments, mm-hmm. people, it's like, oh, I, this, the, the trick ruins it. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think people appreciate how much you make stuff happen. Like, you're part of the reason why the podcast is great. Because, like, I'll be honest, like, like I love Richie's take on lore. I really didn't care for Richie's solo videos. Ooh. I think you bring out the best in Richie. Because, like, and Richie even says it himself. Like, this is what I want to be doing, right? Like, yeah, he yeah. says it. No, for sure. Um, because I think, like, there's almost, like, too much... Um, People want to make everything a little too neat and perfect with their, like, mysterious lore videos. <laughs> and you purposely asking all these ridiculous questions and being ridiculous, you push things in a way that get interesting answers that are not always, like, all oh, these perfect whatever. Like, it gets Richie to be like, no, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I think some people need to hear that sometimes instead of thinking that, like, oh, there's some secret key that we're going to find. Like, sometimes you just need to know. <laughs> and by doing it, you also make it funny. And it's good, like, because, like, I think most people on their own devices would just not bring up those, like, ugly edge cases. 
but your approach to talking about things and exploring every angle both serves both comedy, breaking the ice, and actually getting better information. Thank you, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so, beautiful Baron Tutu is asking, question for Kyan. What is all the stuff about fetish? <laughs> what, what is all the stuff about fetishes I constantly hear connected to you? I mean, that's just one of the things I enjoy talking about. I enjoy talking about people's weird pervy stuff. And I like, like Sinclair, to break the ice with people and try and get people to open up and talk about things they normally wouldn't talk about. Um, not just because I am a huge pervert, which I am, but uh, but I, I find that type of honest interaction to just be fun and nice, and people learn things about themselves and other people. And um, I think it's good to talk about things. I think when you talk about things, you learn more about them. Even by saying something, mm -hmm. you're learning more about what you're talking about by actually saying it and having to put your thoughts into words. And that, in a lot of situations, even like creepy fetish stuff, can be beneficial to help people be like, oh, I didn't know that about myself. Like, mm -hmm. It's like a journey of discovery. Right, and I do it by just being completely brazen online, and that somehow makes people more comfortable with me even though i think a lot of people predict the opposite would happen <laughs> so i'm I'm very happy that that con has actually worked out <laughs> no it's cool and we actually want to have you on uh, a bit later and we talked about this on another saturday night's neck covenant right where words words with kyan words with kyan yes okay thank you um Princess Doom Kitty 3000 is asking, what's a recent underrated game you'd recommend people to try out? Oh, this is hard because I don't play anything recent. <laughs> I'm always like mm -hmm. a year or so behind most releases. Um, let me think. I mean, I think everybody who follows me on Twitter has seen me post skateboarding clips from Session. I don't know if I could um, recommend that game to most people, but if it's like, if you're somebody who the idea of a realistic skateboarding game with really weird, but kind of sensible, kind of like, um, how would I describe it? It's like the controls are designed in a way to try and mimic what you're actually doing on a skateboard. Mm -hmm. it's, and I like things that try and be creative with inputs. So if that sounds appealing to you, Session is a really cool game to look into. Uh, and that's recent. That's still in early access. That's probably the most recent game I've played. Uh, Dicey Dungeon would be another one. Um, the game kind of peters out, in my opinion, after a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, but like the initial thing is just like a dice, a deck building game with dice. And I'm not even a big fan of deck building games. Uh, real good. Um, Iconoclast has been out for a while, and I wouldn't say it's unpopular, but um, I still don't feel like the game is as popular as it should be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That, like, I went to that game like, I'm going to play a fun Metroidvania, and it's just instead this soul-crushing like story, oh. and it's great. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, well, I got a good one, actually. Yeah. Uh, I want to be the maker. No, I want to make her. 
it's basically uh, Mario Maker, but with I Want to Be the Guy, and it's free on Steam. And the team that put it together did an amazing job with the level of polish to make it feel like you're playing like basically like a Mario Maker with all the like whimsy and fun and everything like that. And uh, the levels are fun and creative, and the level makers really deep. Uh, but even if you just want to go on and play some hard levels with some funny ideas, like uh, I Want to Make Her is really cool. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it's like really pretty, like really well done. Yeah, right. I was super impressed when I saw it. It's like I didn't see it until it was released, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, here, if we go for an old game that people should play, because it's my answer all the time, everybody should go get a PC ninety eight emulator and play the translation of uh, EVO: The Theory of Evolution. Oh, Richie and I streamed it actually, and had a podcast on it. I I desperately wanted to be on that podcast. You did? Did I even know you back then? I think I I think so, maybe. I think I only knew you through uh, like Twitter. Like, oh, there's this cool person posting things on Twitter. Yeah, because I think podcast. now there'd be no way. I think I would like it'd be like if you said like, oh, we're gonna do an Utena podcast. Like, I would strong arm you. I think then I was kind of like hoping like like oh. Oh, please notice me tweeting about this game and ask me <laughs> on as a guest. Please notice me, senpai. Okay, what happened was is that Richie... I sent him the emulator, actually, for what? that. I sent him the emulator and the, the files to uh, stream Okay, it. so he knew you. Yeah, because I only knew yeah. you as Kyan, and Kyan was somebody who watches the podcast, who's a viewer, and we follow each other on Twitter, and they're really chill and cool. And then separately, Richie was telling me how about there's this really cool game, I Want to Be the Guy, that was really popular at some point, <laughs> and that the creator of that game is somebody who's, like, well-known in the community, and they watch our podcast. And I was like, you're right, <laughs> whatever, Richie. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Richie was repeated it a few times, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I forget which podcast it was, but Richie's like, you know what? Uh, the creator of I Want to Be the Guy was watching the podcast and live tweeting about it. And I'm like, what? No way you lie. And he's like, I'm not. And I'm like, yeah, what's their Twitter? And he's like, it's Kyan. And I'm like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. So the two things sort of came together. And that's when I texted you and I was like, oh, hello, good sir. Have you heard of Dignity City? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're trying to gatekeep me. <laughs> I was like, I, I just didn't know if Richie was lying or not. I wasn't sure. Look, I've listened to like ninety percent of the backlog and everything. I, I I know my stuff. Besides, reborn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's when uh, we invited you for a podcast. God, which was the podcast? What podcast was I live tweeting? I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, me neither. And that's when I invited you on a podcast that we, well, we by way I mean I deceived you about. It was supposed to be maps. But it wasn't. It was a one day. The maps podcast will happen. A red grave is on board. We just need to all like schedule a time. To, yeah. Uh, make it happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. So art, which Rorik is asking for Kyan, do you like Super Meat Boy? Yes. I feel Super Meat Boy is the elemental opposite of. I want to be the guy when you're talking about hard platformers. How so? Um. So. I want to be the guy, you have perfect control, like, you hold right, you move right, at a single speed, you let go of the button, you stop moving, 
you can move in the air perfectly. Like you have perfect control. Now, perfect control doesn't mean best control. It just means that like your inputs are very one-to-one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the game's extremely trolly. Super Meat Boy is the opposite. Super Meat Boy isn't trolly at all. It's hard, but it's generally pretty straight up about what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's very slippery. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Super uh, Meat Boy accelerates, he decelerates, he slides around and whatever like that. Yeah. There's a lot of momentum involved. Mm-hmm. So part of learning Super Meat Boy is learning how to control Meat Boy himself. And then also tackling these challenging levels. I actually like games that have um, more slippery controls. Uh, it's like I didn't make I want to be the guy like that because that's like a value statement. It was more just like that's the easiest thing to program. All right. <laughs> um, though BEP's the same way. Well, BEP doesn't have air perfect air control. That's very imperfect air control. <laughs> um, but like I would say in the hard hard uh, game space, yeah, it's complete opposites where it's like unfair but perfect and imperfect but fair yeah uh actually you know, i would be the guy guiding their whole reason why there's a bionic arm uh besides the fact that i love bionic commando and it's one of my favorite games <laughs> is the fact that um i wanted some an input that wasn't binary right where it's like oh if you jump and you, you jump you jump the same height oh you hold right you move perfectly this many frames like mm-hmm. learning to use the bionic arm was more of like an analog skill that had like weird quirks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would give me, that would allow me to make the state just more open. Because the problem with the game, like I want to be the guy, is like if you're challenging the movement air, a section of it, like the harder you make it, the more cramped the game gets. Because you have to space things closer and closer together and require quite tighter and tighter movement. So by having something that's a little bit more analog and challenging, I could make the, the challenges be a little wider and have like bigger open rooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also, I just love bionic arms. So, <laughs> Princess Shook has a friend, and they had a question for you. Uh, okay. So their name is Ridge, and they're asking when you're going to make I Want to Be the Girl. Look, I Want to Be the Girl is the journey of self-discovery you make in your heart. Aww. No, um, actually, I went with the guy Gaiden. the The kid in that one was supposed to be a girl, but hmm. I never finished it, so uh, so that never came up. No, but uh, but yeah. And beautiful Baronetutu has a question. Question for Sinclair: If you hadn't gotten into the Souls games, do you think you'd still have ended up making YouTube content on video games or a podcast of some kind? Probably not. I'd probably um, spend this like time and energy in other hobbies. What other hobbies do you have, Sin? I have lots of other hobbies. Besides watching RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> watching Reborn. <laughs> wow. There we go. Thank you. Do, do you have other hobbies that aren't taking in content? I do. <laughs> but will you say what they are? I'm shy. <laughs> Okay, all right. Do you have any other hobbies other than making games? Yes. I like making things in general. Mm-hmm. I'm currently, uh, before I came on for the podcast, I was working on a pergola for the uh, back of the, at the back of the house. What's um, that? It's like a, like a gazebo. Okay, thing. okay, cool. You know, it's, it's a kit, but like, you know, so like just building stuff. 
Awesome. Uh, I, I do like art stuff. You've seen some of the 3D stuff I've like worked yeah, on. Yeah. Um, I just do, I mean, it's all computer stuff, but like I'll do stuff with video editing and stuff like that. It's like anything that's making things is really uh, appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Cool. And since you do occasionally make games, <laughs> as people may know, yes. do you want to talk about a game you're in the process of making? Oh my god, burnout on a large project is real. Like, yeah, Aww. Brave Earth, it's basically Castlevania. Buy it when it comes out, when I actually build up the willpower to finish it, which should hopefully be soon. Look it up on Steam, the trailer's cool. I'm proud of the game, even though I'm, th- I'm totally sick of thinking about it. Oh, but yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. It's really nice. It's really well made. It's a really cool game. I would think so. Did I give you a key for it? Do what? Sorry, sit again. I gave you a key for it, right? I don't think so. I only seen like gameplay and trailers or whatever. Oh, okay. Is it the secret key that tells you all the lore? No, no. All the lore is my not safe for work Twitter. <laughs> That's where all the that's where all the important Beplor is. Okay, thank you, Kain. Um, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about yourself? I don't think so. I think we've covered most of it. I think we've covered my entire life, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we had a whole podcast on me. When? The I want to be the guy podcast. Oh yeah. Well, it was more about I want to be the guy, not necessarily you. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it got into me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little. I, I mean, I, a, a little. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, like twenty minutes. I mean, Breadgrave just all of a sudden gushing about fighting games for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, let me ask you: If you could have any sippy cup, what kind of a sippy cup would it be? Ah. <sighs> Or my choices. Like whatever. Like you could make a custom one. Custom. I'd, I'd have my I want to be the guy sippy cup. I feel like that would be very. Do, uh, are, do I feel those like exist? But no. I mean, I have an I want to be the guy mug, which isn't even the mug I use. But yeah. Oh, snap. I think you have like one of those print on demand stores that are like lame as hell. Because I don't know if you know, but my boyfriend forbid me from using glasses because I keep accidentally breaking them. So, yes. Yeah. So yes, I've made fun of you for that before. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, for anybody who's not in the loop as to why we're talking about sippy cups, I keep accidentally breaking like mugs and glasses and dishes. And it's gotten like really bad. And my boyfriend was like, no more glasses for you use the cup that your mom got you and it's like richie calls it a sippy cup but it's not a sippy cup it's like a plastic cup with a straw and like a lid and it's red and it has harley quinn on it and it's very convenient because i actually kind of dropped it a couple of times and it's good it's okay nothing spilled nothing broke it's perfect how how long how long do you think you would survive on your own if like let's say you were single and the coronavirus happened and you were stuck in the house by yourself 
how long would you last? Or would you be like Solid Snake and Metal Gear Solid 3 where you'd have like the mini game where you're like suturing your wounds and stuff like that? Well, funny you mentioned that. Um, a few days ago, I was... What was I doing? I don't remember what I was doing, but I was using the big knife. And, you know... <laughs> That's ominous. <laughs> but you know, okay, you know how you have your hand, right? Mm-hmm. And you know uh, how you have your... And then you know how then when you don't have your hand because you misused the big knife? <laughs> no, not yet. But you know how you have your index finger and your thumb? And you know that arc between the fingers? <laughs> this is go- okay, okay, yes. <laughs> you know that, that like, like... Oh, you cut your webbing? Is that what it is? What I don't know how I accidentally just like smashed my knife into that part and it just like went in. <sighs> And uh, I was like, uh-oh, oh, boyfriend. No. Yeah, he had to, like, clean my wound and, like, band-aid it. It's okay. It grew back. It, it's it's fine. It grew back. But I'm no longer allowed to use big knives. I guess, guess that's it for this podcast. Richie, do the outro. Thank you, Richie. <laughs> what else happens during the outro? Richie summarizes the episode, and then he says something shady about what we just talked about. Well, I think we did a good job talking about questions for me, so no, no shade there. Thank you, Kyan. Thank you, Sinclair. No thank you to Richie. <laughs> Didn't even know we were going to talk about JoJo's on Tuesday. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I guess for those who listened till the end, that was the um, that was the podcast. That's a surprise. Oh, spoilers! Spoilers! Yeah, because I told people that Richie and I and the guest are going to be talking about JoJo, and the guest is very knowledgeable about it. I'm fairly knowledgeable. Well, you're super knowledgeable. <laughs> I think you're just impressed that I remember character names. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that you can't remember any JoJo's characters' names, but you were shocked that I didn't remember uh, the, the name of the character from uh, Cyber City uh, Oedo. <laughs> it's like, it's Benton, d- God. I'm like, oh, God, I don't remember that. Yeah, I was like, I was offended. I was like, how could you forget Benton? What's wrong with you? It's like, as soon as you said the anime, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's who the character is. But I was just like, I don't remember the name. But you'll watch a whole season of a show. It's like, who's Joseph? <laughs> yeah. they, they have confusing names. Like, everybody's JoJo. I just, I'm like, I'm over it. Confusing names like Joseph. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming, Kyan. Really appreciate it. What? Say that again? Sorry, I think you cut out. I s- no, I said. What is that? I just made a noise because you were quiet. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, that failed. <laughs> one kind (laughs) you too and thanks everybody for listening
Sorry I'm late, I was stuck in intergalactic traffic. <laughs>